This is Marriage to the Max, episode number 90. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Marriage to the Max. I'm your host, Kelly Hurst. Hello, Kelly. Hello, Brett. This is Brett Hurst. And we're marriage educators and co-founders of Home Encouragement. And this podcast is designed to help you take your marriage to the next level. All right, all right, all right. All right. Well, we are currently in the, well, we just started a new series on John Gottman's Seven Principles for Making Marriage Work. Mm -hmm. Last episode, we talked about enhancing your love maps. What's the next timeless principle? Today's episode is called Fondness and Admiration. Yeah. And that's good. Yeah. So we began. It's good to be fond. (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) We began with the foundational principle of enhancing your love maps. And so now we are moving on to the second floor of the sound relationship house, which is what he calls nurturing your fondness and admiration. So Gottman refers to something that he calls a fondness and admiration system. And it means that each partner has a fundamental sense that the other person is worthy of being respected and liked. Which is just basic common sense for any human it relationship. It kind of is, yeah. although it can really go out the door quickly if you're not careful. So here's a quote from the book. Fondness and admiration are two of the most crucial elements in a rewarding and long-lasting romance. Although happily married couples may feel driven to distraction at times by their partner's personality flaws, they still feel that the person they married is worthy of honor and respect. Mm -hmm. So I think the operative word in this principle is nurture. Because you got to work at it. Yeah. I mean, this may not seem necessary at all when you're first starting out in your relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're engaged or you're early married, after all, you feel you feel fond of the partner. You have chemicals helping you feel yes, fond. Yes, you do admire each other. Right. But that lovey-dovey phase, or as Brett Hurst calls it, the chemical fog, right. will start to level off. And this needs to be something that you cultivate as you grow closer together. And we were talking last episode about, you know, the quote work that you do in marriage, but it's work kind of like if for, for those that like gardening, mm-hmm. you know, that's not work. It's a joy to be out there digging and cultivate, you know, watering the, you know, planting the seeds, everything that you do when you garden. Yeah. It's, it's not work if that's your joy. If you're a cook, it's not work to do all the meal prep if that's your joy and so forth. Marriage for married couples, that should be your joy. So Mm -hmm. it shouldn't be all that difficult if you get into the learned routine of making this part of who you are. Yeah. In fact, uh, Gottman goes so far as to say that if fondness and admiration are completely missing, then then reviving the relationship is impossible. That's how important these two pieces are. They are really crucial. And I don't know that if you asked the average married person on the street, 
about these two words, fondness and admiration. I don't know that people would necessarily, that would be their go-to. It just, it wouldn't occur to a lot of people, I yeah. think. Yeah. Because I think people assume, well, if you're in a happy marriage, then you're fond of each other. Mm-hmm. But I kind of wonder if it's turned around. You're, mm-hmm. You express fondness and admiration to each other, so you're in a happy marriage. <laughs> so you and I deal with couples in crisis all the time, and uh, you know, a lot of times they have gotten to this point of contempt that we're about to talk about, and and they've basically the the fondness and admiration is just not evident at all, mm-hmm. and this is why Gottman is talking about how critical this is. Yeah. So you know, our only shot at helping the couple reconstruct and move forward is to get them back to. Uh, the genesis of their fondness and admiration mm-hmm. for one another. This is really big stuff. Yeah. It seems very, it seems almost insignificant. Like, mm-hmm. really? This is, we're going to really spend time talking about nurturing fondness and admiration. Of course, couples should do this, but it's yeah. astounding how many times couples will let themselves drift out of nurturing, as you said, fondness and admiration for each other. Mm-hmm. And then they're just left with doing the thing. And you can function for many years doing that, mm-hmm. but but what you don't have anymore is uh, margin of care for each other. Right. And then when times get tough, then all of a sudden the fuse gets short. Yeah, and you're that's, right. That's an issue. Yeah, it's interesting you brought up contempt because uh, Gottman talks about in in the chapter on nurturing fondness and admiration. He says the antidote for contempt is to focus on the amount of affection and respect within a relationship. To strengthen fondness and admiration, you need to express appreciation and respect. Mm -hmm. So fondness and admiration are things that can be really fragile unless you remain aware of how crucial they are to the friendship. And friendship, as we always say, is at the core of any good marriage relationship. Mm -hmm. If you maintain a sense of respect for your spouse, you're less likely to act disgusted with him or her when you disagree. Mm -hmm. Without the fundamental belief that your spouse is worthy of honor and respect, where is the basis for any kind of rewarding relationship? Right. So if we're sitting here in our rational minds... You know, most people would say, well, yeah, of course, respect in any relationship is uh, important. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people might even say, yeah, yeah, I think that's critical mm-hmm. and so forth. Unfortunately, we're not at our best a lot of times. Yeah. And so that's why it's got to be something that's got to be continually mm-hmm. nurtured and cultivated. But that, that's no different than anything else you do. If you're a golfer, you're focused on all the fundamentals of your swing. If you're a marathon runner, you have certain things that you do uh, that you stay focused on to make sure your training is uh, on you know task mm-hmm, to what mm-hmm. you want to accomplish. Yeah. And in both of those examples, you do it until it just becomes second nature. Right. You're not thinking about your golf swing anymore, except for maybe oh, I got to tweak this. I'm mm-hmm. you know I, I need to get back to my regular swing or mm-hmm. whatever. I think it's it's going back to that Gottman idea of the emotional bank account that we've also talked about a lot on the show is um, you're you're putting deposits in, mm-hmm. and so when we express appreciation, respect, then what we're doing is we are nurturing our fondness for right. somebody. That's how you do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you know these qualities are lacking in your own relationship. 
you need to start scanning for the qualities and actions that you can appreciate in your partner. If, if you know what's lacking. If you know, if that, you know that, if you if you know that you're not nurturing fondness right. and admiration, if you know that's not happening, yes, or you're starting to feel like there's a lot of criticism in the relationship and contempt is starting to leak in, mm-hmm. or maybe contempt is central. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got to start scanning your partner for qualities and actions that you can appreciate. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, we can only see half of the equation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A lot of times. You and I talk a lot about how one person can do a whole lot of good, mm-hmm. and you can only control what you can control. Right. You can keep your side of the street clean, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, so if the nurturing of fondness and admiration isn't happening corporately in your marriage, well, there's a lot you can do, whether your spouse is currently doing it or not, yeah. to kind of get the ball rolling. Yeah. I wish more people realized the power that they had just as as an individual. Right in a relationship, we can really get stuck and so derailed when we keep expecting our partner to be the one to change. I'll do it when they do it. Yeah, exactly. Right. So so like I said, you start scanning for qualities and actions, but then the next step is you let your partner know what you've observed and what you're grateful for. Mm-hmm. It, it's the idea of catching your partner doing something right mm-hmm. and then acknowledging it. Mm-hmm. Now, couples who do this well, like you said earlier, it's become just part of their DNA. They mm-hmm. almost do it without thinking. Mm-hmm. But for people who are really kind of lacking in this area, they have to actually start becoming very aware of doing it. Mm-hmm. And and we'll hear couples say sometimes, well, you know, that seems a little phony if I have to like thank him for unloading the dishwasher or thank her for driving the kids hey, to piano, you know. What's wrong with that? I, we say, you know. I like getting brownie points we like the from fake my it, wife. We like the fake it till you make it idea. I mean, that doesn't apply to everything, but for something like this, you know, be a little phony for a little while. If it's going to get you into the the swim of compliments and appreciation, then do it, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, Simple thank yous are just such an easy place to start. You know, thanks for driving. Thanks so much for unloading the dishwasher. Thanks for playing with the kids. You always thank me for driving. I know. (laughs) Which makes me laugh sometimes when you say it because I... I like to drive. I know you do, but you know, sometimes it's stressful. There's traffic and right. you know, we might be running late somewhere and you're trying to get us there on time. Five or six hour drive. Or, yeah. yeah. And so sometimes I'm just like, I, when you drive, I get to sit back and just close my eyes sometimes. And I'm really grateful for that. Well, and to your point, I like when you say it. Yeah. So it, I know. It does matter. So these kinds of little simple forms of appreciation, they can start to unlock the real deeper appreciation for your spouse's character and your spouse's personality, you know, then your compliments and and signs of appreciation might start to go a little deeper. Like, I really love how hard you work for our family, or you're an incredible mom, or I love to watch how easily you socialize with people. You know, it starts to kind of open up your observation world if you're just if you start to appreciate little things, it starts to get you in the deeper swim. So you want me to give you one right now? Please. <laughs> you know what I like, or love, actually, is that you are a quick forgiver with me. <laughs> and you know why that's such a big deal. Why? Because in the early years of our marriage, that was not the case. <laughs> and I don't say that to criticize at it all. It's just, <laughs> you'd be the first to say that. 
Oh, yeah. And ha- I have said that many times. Right, right. It was hard to say, I'm sorry. Right. I mean, that is so not an issue and has not been an issue for, gosh, 20 years now or something. I mean, you're you're really quick. And we Aww. never have disagreements that drag on because, you know, one of us is unwilling to forgive. Yeah. We know that it. We know that we care about each other too much to to let that happen. Mm-hmm. But since that's less your typical nature, yes, I'm telling you how much that means to me. It really, Aww. it's a big deal. It's it just says a lot about you and your willingness to yield yourself to God and and to caring for me. My goodness, that's very getting very mega sweet. mushy here. Well, and you're right. We do have a lot of care and love for each other, and also we're getting old and tired, so we can't. <laughs> so it's just not. We can't die it. on every Life's hill. Life's too short. Yes. Okay. Here's a, a quote from the book. Ninety-four percent of the time, couples who put a positive spin on their marriage's history and their partner's character are likely to have a happy future as well. Think about that. Ninety-four percent of the time. That's, Again. That's this goes Almost back to everybody. That go this goes back to real research. These right. aren't just like fun, you know, fun facts. Yeah. When happy memories are distorted, it's a sign that the marriage needs help. That's that whole rewriting your history thing that yes. we see so often with couples in crisis. Yes. So I love that just just putting a positive spin on things can actually get you literally in a different place in your relationship. Mm-hmm. I, I mean that's just I, I love that. How many times do we sit with couples and we'll say, "Well, when was a and they're in crisis and they're mm-hmm. in contempt. And, you know, we'll say, when was a time when things were going well? And at first, they'll try to say things like, well, you know, I don't think we were ever that way. And we'll we'll challenge that and go, yeah. come on now. That- we were at your wedding. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we saw how happy you were. Exactly. <laughs> well, um, the Gottman book has several great exercises in it to help with this part of your relationship. And especially good one is something that he calls the seven-week course in fondness and admiration. It's in the chapter about fondness and admiration, and it gives you something small to focus on every single day for seven weeks. And mm-hmm. we've given this to a lot of couples. Yeah, it's a good resource. It's, it's really, really helpful. So, well, we've tackled the first two principles. Love maps. And nurturing your fondness and admiration. So we hope this is helpful to our listeners. We hope that you'll join us next time as we take on principle number three. Well, I know I'll be here. Yes, you will be here. Well, if you'd like to contact us, you can find us at marriagetothemax.org. Also, we hope you'll follow Marriage to the Max on Facebook and Twitter. And if you have a topic or question you want us to discuss on the podcast, please send us an email to thehursts at homeencouragement.org. And we will do our best to get it on the air. And we hope that you'll share the love by rating us on iTunes. And we would be thrilled if you could write a review. This helps us to have more visibility in the podcast world. Well, thank you so much for listening today. And until next time, remember, healthy marriage, healthy world. God bless y'all.